When your willpower runs out, what is gonna happen when you're put into a situation and pressures apply? All right, guys. Hey, let's uh, let's jump in here and and kick things off. Hope everybody's having a great start to your week. I can't believe it's already Wednesday. Um, today's a big day. I don't know if you guys know or not what today is, but today is our second webinar. Um, we have sixty registrants um, that marketing is teed up in two weeks right, from our last webinar to come. So today at noon, we're going to be having that webinar and Jennifer, Andrew, and um, Ron Sorrell at PCS International, they're gonna do the second webinar like they did the first one. And we've got a couple of bugs we wanna work out in the webinar presentation that we didn't feel like we crushed the first time so well in the process. And then we're going to be rolling that out for all the MSPs to just mimic that. And then after that, we have at two o'clock today, we have our uh, blue agent and brand ambassador final interview with me and special guest coach Sam. And last night we recorded the videos, the follow-up videos to that. And oh man, it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. So I'm pretty jacked up right now on caffeine. So if I get too excited too quick, uh, I apologize to you guys. This morning, I woke up and Bray, my 10-year-old, my youngest, he's like, actually, yeah, my 10-year-old, uh, he said, I want to go to the gym and work out with you and Bense, who's the 6'7", 230-pound Hungarian uh, that now is a part of our family. And I was like, beautiful. Let's do that. So this morning at 5.30, I was working out with my 10-year-old at the gym, and it was epic. So uh, I'm pretty jacked up right now. It's a big day. Um, just got some really good news and email this morning. So um, I'm excited for today's conversation. Why don't you guys pull up the All Squads channel? Let's all check in real quick, right, whether or not you're on track or off track. And this is purely just for you guys to – Take your brain and reflect on the week, what you've accomplished, where you're at today, and what you need to do moving forward, All right? So just on track, off track, where you're at. And while you guys are doing that, I'm going to look and see. I'm going to share with you guys how the Blue Agent uh, recruiting activity is going across the board. So here's a check-in. Jamin's got one person coming to the webinar today. Andrew's got one. And Lewis has got two people coming to today's webinar. Good job, Lewis. And then our boy, Matt DeGenero, has got 10. Nope, excuse me, just went to 11, Matt. 11 people coming today. So why don't, as we're checking in real quick, Matt, share with us, like, what's your process to recruit blue agents? Uh, exactly what the steps are. So I'm using LinkedIn, searching a bunch of different things, telecom sales, VoIP sales, telecom agents, and uh, I've also uh, expanded into digital marketing companies. And I send a, a quick message out, hi, you know, hey, Joe, how are you? Have an opportunity I'd like to run by you. When are you available for a quick phone call, for a quick call? 
And, you know, like last night I sent out 40 and I got five scheduled meetings from that. And then I get on the call, I take them through the partner deck and I show them the, the agent um, compensation slick that Scott had made and just have a discussion about partnering, you know, depending on the area, like Washington, DC, I tell them it's a new market for us. We're opening up the market, looking for partners. Want to see if you're open to um, exploring a partnership with me. Keep it simple. And, and they're looking, are they responding back? Um, five out of 40 um, responded back. Uh, it's 20% or 25%. So that's that's a great number of response. And then you're scheduling a 30-minute presentation. Is that correct? Yep. And then you're and then you're walking them through our our deck very quickly, telling your story, the blue equinox story. And at that point, you're sending them following up with the application and an email so they can sign that and get it back to us. So they can drop into the the marketing sequence. Is that correct? Right. The you know the email that you put together with you know the six silos of IT, the link to the application, and then link to a um, you know how do you present the the uh, IT audit. So I just follow up with that email um, once I'm done with the call, and then I'm making follow up calls. Also, we got um, we got. 10 or 11 on the on the webinar today, but only three or four have actually filled out the application. So I'm working to flip that. Yeah, exactly. So in the future, right, everything is automated. Once you present, send them the email with the application. Uh, everything from there is automated. So there's there's nothing else for you to do once you send the email, except make sure that the application gets filled out. And the way that works is those come in to me and Jamin, we get them and then we will email you, right? The, that the um, application has came in. So if you don't hear from us, then that means that they haven't filled out the application and you need to follow back up. And the follow back up conversation is an email that says, hey Jim, uh, hadn't seen your application come in yet and really want to get you into the marketing cadence so that I can put one of these preset appointments on our calendar to start to work together, right? When someone sees and hears that, it's going to be, oh man, I need to go do that, right? I still hadn't filled out that application and I don't have any deals in my funnel right now and I'd sure like a deal in my funnel. So let me go do that right now. And that's how that's going to go down. Sometimes people have to hear things two, three, four times uh, before before they actually follow through with it, right? It's like a customer signing a contract when we present it to them. They just don't they don't necessarily do it as soon as they receive it. So we got to remind them of that. Um, all right, there's I'm looking for something. Here we go. Okay, so I'm gonna share my screen real quick. And I want to make sure everyone has a visual. I sent out the workbook on with all the content in it, but here are the three flyers that I would share with them. One traditional agent versus blue agent. This is a perfect picture of why you do business with us here. Where would you put your business? You can make your revenue goes up, your residual goes up, your equity value goes up, spiffs go up, right? And marketing dollars are split. And then this flyer here, 
Okay, this breaks it down for them. The six silos, the marketing spiffs, the residuals, the spiffs, the equity. So this is supported here. These two documents speak to each other. Then the flyer, making the most of your opportunities, right? A bad audit, an okay audit, a good audit, a great audit, an exceptional audit. An exceptional audit is when we bring six vendors to the conversation and we can now actually make up to $3,500 per audit, okay? And when it comes from a blue agent, there's no expense to the coach because there is no marketing services being done, right? So that is a greater split on between the coach and the brand ambassador. And right now the blue agents are getting the $250, which if you look at this flyer right here, right? It speaks to that. And if it's over 5,000, actually make $500 in MRR. So understand these three flyers innately so that you can explain those once you get onto these presentations. Walk them through the deck, cover these three flyers, and that's it. The next thing to do is fill out the application, get into the marketing sequence, and then you're gonna get an invitation to come to a final interview where you get to meet Scott, the CEO and founder, live, hear his story, hear how Blue Equinox was uh, crafted to create this business model and what the opportunities are to move forward here together now at Blue Equinox. And that's it. Okay. I just want to reiterate that this morning because that is the focus, right? Scott, do you mind on that last uh, data sheet, the right two sides, I'm confused on the 375, 375, like loss versus profit. Yep. So when we run an audit, right? When it comes from marketing, there's a $750 expense, right? That comes along with each one of those. So an okay audit is when we bring two vendors to the conversation, right? Two vendors is gonna create $1,500 that's gonna cover the, the cost, right? Of the uh, opportunity. Anything above two, three, four, five, six vendors, on an opportunity for marketing, there's you're gonna make a profit on it, right? If you're a graduated BA or a coach, uh, there's never money that is pulled out of the account, right? It's a, a balance, a ledger that finance keeps, right? If you run an audit that you only bring one or two vendors to, but the whole point is when you get these marketing opportunities, you wanna bring at least two vendors that pay $750 a piece, Right, and then you want to work up to three, four, five vendors or six. If it comes from a blue agent or a referral partner or it's a self hustle, now it becomes a positive revenue stream for you to where you can make a significant amount of money. Right, Blue Equinox created this comp plan to cover the cost of appointments for salespeople. That's the number one purpose of it. The second purpose of it. It's for you to actually turn it into a revenue stream that can actually put money into your pocket. Does that make sense, Luke? Yeah, it, it, I got it when you said the 750 for marketing. I just looking at yeah. it, what's going on? But yeah, it, it hit me across the face as soon as you said that. So appreciate that. And, and what you say to these blue agents is like, look, these are customers that we put 15 to 20 phone calls into setting up a meeting. Calls are confirmed uh, before the appointment is set. If the customer no-shows for whatever reason, because they got busy, forgot, whatever, you don't have to follow up, right? We've got internal appointment setters that are actually going to pursue that customer to reschedule the appointment to get it on your calendar. All of these services, 
right? To you as the blue agent are a hundred percent free. On top of that, we're going to split the marketing dollars uh, with you on deals you bring, right? Because we don't have to do all those things. And spiffs and residuals, you're going to make 50% on those. And the biggest and the best is the equity play that we'll all participate in, you know, starting three, four, five, six, seven, eight years down the road, right? As companies sell, we'll just literally be cashing out at their levels, continuing to build our residuals. It's literally the best business model we could ever dream of, right? As a IT consultant, building a residual income and cashing out along the way as companies reach peak value. Uh, so any questions about these three flyers before I move on? I want to make sure you guys are clear on this before I jump into today's lesson. I haven't sent that, uh, the one that shows the, the six different versions of a solid P2 and how the marketing works. So I'm looking for it right now so I can send to my guys. I don't know if you just want to throw it in the channel instead. Yeah, I was going to say, is there, what folder is that in? Because I don't, I don't see the flyers folder. Yeah, so in the Brand Ambassador channel, I pushed out a workbook um, last week to you guys to where, right here, Blue Agent Recruiting SOP, if you guys open this up, right, it literally has the steps, every step, right, that you, you guys have three steps that you're responsible for. Introduce the program. Here's the links to the three flyers right here that I just showed you. Um, presentation. Right. Here's the deck to present. Send the application. Here's the link to the application. Right. And that's it. They're going to come to a final interview that's automated in HubSpot. So literally, let me show you guys this. So you have the visual. What do pictures do? A picture. What do pictures do? Say a thousand words. Exactly. Exactly. Look, we have 69 phase one audits set right now. 69 that'll be handed out, right, to you as a brand ambassador and your blue agents. 69, go give away 69 appointments right now. All right, here we go. Uh, brand ambassadors, application submitted, right? You sent the email, here's the application, application submitted, right? When they submit their application and they get moved to application re review, they're gonna get an email that says, congratulations. Your application has been received, reviewed, and approved to move to the next stage in the interview process here at Blue Equinox, right? And they're, I actually recorded a video last night where they're gonna receive a video of me saying this to them, right? So they're gonna watch the video, right? Know that their application has been approved and they're gonna get an invitation to the final interview with me and a special guest um, here at Blue Equinox that helps make all this possible. And then they're going to come to the webinar, which is today, right? Once they come to the webinar, we're going to move them here to webinar complete. And then they're going to get an email that basically says, listen, you've just experienced what might be the most powerful conversation in business that you ever had. Combining personal and professional responsibilities into the same frame. And what you just heard and seen is meant and designed to be a special invitation for you to come join our tribe and to pursue this thing called core four focus. So you can stay a blue agent or you can level up. You can become a brand ambassador, right? If you go through the motions, meet the requirements, commit to the 20 hours, this is a way that we build our ranks, gentlemen. 
right? We all know that not everyone's gonna be able to make the commitment. 20 hours a week, consuming all the content, recruiting blue agents, it's a big responsibility. All you guys know, every single one of you have, have had the conversation around, hey, managing my 168 is difficult, right? As you get started. But as you get acclimated to the speed of the game, it becomes more and more comfortable. Some of you guys are farther along than others, right? We know that not everybody's gonna become a brand ambassador. That's okay, we actually prefer that, want that, right? We only want the best of the best that wanna pursue core four and leveling up their life to say yes. I want to come to Laguna, three-day experience, right? I want this thing called Core 4, and I want to go build a multi-million dollar consulting business. Everyone else, you can be a blue agent, collide with us, right? We'll imprint on them. We'll share Core 4 philosophy. We'll bring them deals when they bring us deals, and that's the way we'll roll. We're 100% okay with that. Does everybody understand? Is everyone clear on the business model and the purpose behind it and what we're trying to accomplish to build our ranks and to bring people here to associate with us and do business. Clear. Makes sense. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Let's get into today's lesson. Today's lesson we're going to cover. This is one um, that you have received, but I'm going to spend a little time here just digging into the details of it. Uh, and talking about it live because uh, some of us, we learn better when we're in person in real time having a conversation than if we're watching a video, right? Some of you guys can relate to that, right? I'm very aware of that's just the way that some people learn. Um, and then we're going to talk about in today's fuel how we deal with, with that, uh, that whole concept. But anyways, coming back here, there is four scenarios. We're going to reiterate uh, manage services this morning because it is the heartbeat of our program. So there's four scenarios we deal with when we collide with a new customer opportunity, not just with managed services, right? Um, but any service, right? It could be that these scenarios could apply to each one of the silos of IT in some form or fashion, but managed services can uh, specifically is what we're gonna focus on. So what is the first scenario that we could deal with in regards to a business when we talk to the customer and we ask the question, how is your IT services managed? All right, what's option number one or scenario in, number one? In-house. In Okay, so part of making a great first impression and compelling a customer to move from stage one or phase one to phase two in the audit process is instantly, instantaneously knowing when they give you an answer, how you're going to pivot. So when we hear this answer, our IT is done in-house, where do we instantly, where should our minds instantly go? Are we gonna sell them a fully Outsource solution, if their IT's in-house today, yep. who wants to take a stab at that question? No, because uh, the, the fear that you'd, you'd come in and take over. We had that experience, Mike and I did, where we actually had that, they actually had somebody come in and try to go around them to basically get them fired, an MSP did. So we had to pivot to either a hybrid or uh, a virtual CIO or a virtual yeah, CIO 
as a partner to what they're currently doing, basically to gain their, their trust. Okay. So first, first thing we have to do when we have this conversation with the customer, we have to understand what our products and services are that we could potentially sell them in regards to this conversation, right? So what John just uh, said there, right, is we're not going to sell them a fully outsourced solution, right? We have to pivot to a hybrid or a virtual CIO solution, which is our tier two, tier three managed service solution because they don't want to be displaced. So what assumption did John just make right there when he said that? Anybody? What was the assumption when he said they don't want to be replaced? What did he assume when he made that statement? Well, first that they know everything there is to know about IT, right? And and I think the other assumption is, is that they never need any extra help uh, or they, they believe they never need any extra help so that there's for us an opportunity to offer, you know, uh, you know, a CIO on a, on a limited basis to give them guidance and help them plan projects and so on. Okay. So if they don't want to replace, that means that we are talking to, are we talking to the owner or the CFO? Is the owner or the CFO worried about being replaced? No. Who are we talking to here in this, uh, this uh, hypothetical conversation? IT, IT director. director. Or, uh, yeah, IT director. IT director, IT manager, or even CTO, right? CIO, right? Depending on the size of the company, the stability of this uh, CTO, CIO's um, position there at the company, right? Even they could feel intimidated. Even though they're executive of the company, they probably got some stock options or some equity shares. They may even sit on the cap table. Depending on how solid of a job they are doing and how solid the company is, these people could even feel, these executives could even feel intimidated by you and your conversation. So it's our job to know exactly who we're talking to and to not make them feel threatened because they don't know what yet. They don't know who we are. They don't know our purpose. They don't know our value proposition of how we can actually complement them to make their world dramatically better than what it is today. We haven't got to that point in the conversation yet. And we want to make an absolute great first impression. So you have to be able to sense it, right? You have to be able to sense it. Okay. So, Scenario number one, it's in-house, right? What's scenario number two? They've got a hybrid model. Hybrid model, which is what? You know, they might in-house and outsource. They might, you know, manage their routers and switches, but their Office 365 is managed by somebody else. Exactly. So they've got an in-house IT team that probably specializes in some type of ERP or custom software solution that they need in order to run their business. And those people need to focus on that and keeping the business functional and operational at maximum efficiency. And they don't have time for Office 365 uh, trouble tickets or help desk or whatever else that 
you know, 100, 200 employees may get themselves into from a technology perspective. So they say, hey, outsourced MSP, take care of all that stuff. We're too busy. That's that scenario, right? Okay. In that scenario where it's a hybrid model, is that a good opportunity for us to sell our managed service providers? What do you guys think? Yes. Offloads, you know, that some of the day-to-day -day that they need to do so they can focus on revenue generating business. So if they already have someone, third party, that they're outsourcing help desk, Office 365, things like that too, right? Where does your mind instantly go to in scenario number two? Like what's the next words that come out of your mouth? When you ask the question, hey, Mr. Customer, how's your managed, how's your IT services managed today? And they say, oh, we have some people in-house and we have a third party that we outsource some stuff to. What's the next question? Are you happy with the uh, MSP services you have right now? Beautiful. Okay, so check this out. How we do what we do. What does the customer agree to Right in this conversation already. They've agreed to an audit. So what is that agreeing to an audit doing? It's giving permission, giving permission for us to ask questions about what they have and what they're doing today. So if they have a hybrid model where it's in-house and it's outsourced, Mr. Customer, the way that we audit existing managed services is, we simply ask the question, are you happy with the way that your third party is providing you with their professional services to oversee the responsibilities that you have delegated to them? And the way that we answer that question is, we rate them on a scale of one to five. So a one is the worst rating you can have. Okay, they're, they're basically garbage and they need to be taken out to the dumpster. Two, they're okay, right? They're just okay. Three, they're good. They're good enough. They're getting the job done, right? You're not extremely happy with them, but you're not dissatisfied either. Four, they're doing a great job and you really are glad they're a part of your team. Five, they're exceptional and you couldn't imagine life without them. So, Mr. Customer, on a scale of one to five, how would you rate your current outsourced managed service provider? Well, Scott, I hate them. They never respond. They're three days late. Um, I'm going to give them a negative two on your scale of one to five. What did you just get? What, what was that answer? What's that call? That is a buying sign. That is a buying sign. The customer hates the company that they're outsourcing their managed service to. Would you have got that answer if you didn't frame up the question in a way that they could answer it with the, the rating of one to five? Would they, have, would they have expressed that level of discontent with their existing service provider? No. They probably wouldn't have came out and said that, would they? No. But now we have gave them a rating system for them to say, you know what? These guys suck. On your rating scale, they don't even make the scale. Well, Mr. Customer, anytime a customer says anything negative about an existing service provider, you know what my follow-up phrase is? 
Mr. Customer, that's exactly why I'm here. Mr. Customer, that's exactly why I'm here. Mr. Customer, that's exactly why Blue Equinox exists. If you have a problem with your existing service provider, guess what? It is our job to replace them with a four to five star Google review provider that we have handpicked and vetted to level up the customer experience in a way that you have never dreamed of. So let's keep going, right? And you continue going through the phase one questionnaire. And by the end of it, the customer sees so much value in you as a consultant, you have impulsed them, compelled them to want to move forward with you because they're so excited about the experience that you're promising them. Great salespeople tell amazing stories. They're dynamic and they're entertaining and they make great promises. How many people, how many customers you ever talked to that says, yeah, I did business with this guy and the service was absolutely garbage and he disappeared. I couldn't get a hold of him ever again. You guys ever heard that before as, as salespeople? Yeah. Every single one of us have heard that. Well, guess what? That guy made promises that he couldn't deliver on. He couldn't back up, nor did he care because now he's disappeared off the face of the planet. What makes us different? What makes us different here at Blue Equinox than that guy who they couldn't ever get a hold of again? Who knows the answer to that question? Our, su our support structure. Our support one, structure. You know, one, we're not going anywhere. One, we're not going anywhere. Right? Why are we not going anywhere, John? Why are you Why are you going to not sell this deal and then not give a shit about it after you sell it? Why? Because well, there's equity in it. And there's, there's value, long-term value in the relationship. If you sell a customer IT services and you lie to them, you make promises that we can't deliver on and it installs and they have a, a shitty experience and then, right, um, they can't get a hold of you and the support is garbage after the fact, are they going to return that contract that pays you residual income? Nope. Nope. And that's gonna kill your what? when that residual stops? What do you lose when your residual stops? Even that. Equity. What's, what, what, Luke? Equity. Equity. You wanna build a business worth five to $10 million over the course of the next five to 10 years? You gotta maintain the residual. And that means that you tell dynamic and entertaining stories and you make great promises and then we do them. We deliver on the great promises. And the customers love you. Guess what happened to me yesterday at 4 a.m.? 4 a.m. I got a phone call from the chief financial officer of Bowers Automotive Group. They have 13 car dealerships in co-location in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, and they've had service with me for 15 years. And the CFO knows that he can call me 24-7-365. And yesterday, he had to take me up on that because their hardware in the data center basically quit working. So literally, phone rang, answered the phone call. Within 15 minutes, the tech in the data center was replacing the hardware with the spare that they had there. And they were back up at all 13 car dealerships around the Southeast United States. What provider do you know that can respond 
and act that quickly? Not very many, right? Not very many. Think about the money. Think about the number of employees. They have 400 employees. The potential money that they were about to lose if that would have drug on. Reynolds and Reynolds is the provider they use um, to manage their car dealerships. If that would have dragged on to 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 o'clock for 13 car dealerships and 400 employees, you can see the financial impact that, that could have had on them. Well, that very easily could have been the case, right? If they would have had their services with a provider that made promises that they couldn't deliver on, and then they didn't have the proper support in place. But because we do, well, that's the reason we've had their business for 15 years. That experience right there, gentlemen, is what people become to know here at Blue Equinox, and it's why they stay. Because there's always going to be someone coming along selling the same widget at a better price. Because people are, they are willing to do what they have to do to win the business. So they'll always be willing to lower the price if that's what it comes down to. Very few companies, right, have a standard of saying, okay, that's the floor. We can't go below it. You get what you pay for it. Like you have to acknowledge the value and be willing to pay for the value. And these guys are. Their car dealerships are like 60 margin deals for the operating provider because they love the value. Okay, scenario number three. What is scenario number three? Fully managed. Fully outsourced. Okay, this year, same thing, right? What's our next question? Mr. Customer, when we come into contact with the customer that has a fully outsourced solution, right? Part of our audit process is to rate that experience that you're having with that provider. So on a scale of one to five, one being garbage, they need to be taken out to the dumpster, two being that they're doing an okay job, but it's, it's not good enough, right? Three, they're, they're good, right? Which is good enough getting the job done. Uh, so it hadn't been a, a major priority of yours to replace them. Or four, they're doing a great job, right? And you're very happy with their services. Five, they're exceptional. You couldn't imagine life without them. If a customer tells you five, if a customer tells you five in this scenario, is there an opportunity to sell many services? Probably not. There is, but the chances of you displacing that managed service provider, right? Just off of bringing in another provider that's doing what they're doing, are slim to none. What do you have to do in this scenario number three when it's fully outsourced and they say it's a four or a five rating? Figure out where their gaps are. Yeah, show value in the where the gaps are. Mr. Customer, that's great to hear that you give your uh, MSP a five-star rating and that you've been doing business with them for 10 years. We truly are happy that that's the scenario that you're in right now. During our audit, here's what we're going to do. We're going to inspect what is expected of your current five-star rating of your MSP, right? We're going to evaluate whether or not they went through the process to become cybersecurity certified. Have they made the transition to become a managed security service provider so that as technology evolves and changes and the world becomes a digital uh, landscape of how we all do business, 
have they made that transition? Have they baked the latest and greatest cloud solutions into their portfolio so that they can deliver the services and the experience that you need all in a single point of contact? So, Mr. Customer, when's the last time that your MSP talked about cybersecurity solutions with you? Has that been in the last 90, 180 days, 12 months? Okay, 180 days. What do they talk about uh, with you in regards to cybersecurity? Are they doing employee awareness where 70% of cybersecurity attacks happen within companies because of employee negligence? Do you know if they've integrated the applications onto each machine, they will literally test your employees, right, on a random basis to ensure that they're not falling for spear phishing attacks? Are they sitting down and doing quarterly or, or semi-annual or annual training with your employees to make sure that they're leveling up their knowledge on what the latest and greatest cybersecurity attacks are? When's the last time that took place? This is where you start to show the gaps. But if you don't know the products and services well enough to talk about these things, are you going to be able to expose the current four and five star rating MSP? No, you're not. Because you don't have the knowledge. Because you don't have the knowledge. So how do you get the knowledge? You consume the content. You make yourself aware of what are the cybersecurity applications that a business should be using, that a managed service provider should be recommending, that they should have on their paper, right? What is a SOC right, as a service, a security operations center? What is endpoint management? What is password vault protection? What are those things? Mr. Customer, is your current four or five star MSP, have they implemented services and solutions in your business? Oh, they haven't? Okay. Well, that just means we need to take a deeper dive look at them and that. So we'll put that on the list. Because you gave them a four or five star rating, we're going to color code them, right? Um, yellow for managed services, but we're going to color code your cybersecurity red. And what that may do is it may turn your managed services red by the time we're done. Because just because you like someone, they respond quickly and you like them, doesn't make them five stars. The ability to protect your business and to proactively position you to stay relevant and competitive in your marketplace doing what you do, that's what it is. This is not a personal friendship. And I know that's hard to, to imagine sometimes for people because you, you become to, to know and to like people that you do business with. Bottom line is they have to stay relevant. And if they're not doing that, we want to make sure you you get educated and informed of that so that you can make the decisions you need to to run your business appropriately. <clears throat> can you guys hear me okay? It looks like my internet's lagging a little bit. I can hear you fine. Just your uh, screen's blank. You just can't see. It, it, it was your, blank. your video is blank. Your, we can see your, we can still see your screen. Okay. Call global. <laughs> looks like you need some redundancy there. We know some people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let me kill my uh, my applications, my web screens. Actually. Your video is back now. Yeah, you're good now. 
Um, okay, yeah. All right, beautiful. Okay, and then we have scenario number four, which is what? What's scenario number four? Nothing in place. What? We have nothing in place. Nothing in place. What's your next response? Customer has 10 to 15 employees. They have nothing in place for IT because nothing ever breaks. There's no reason to, it's break fix. Like what's your next response? That's exactly why I'm here. What do you mean, Andrew? Why are you here? We're gonna help you put in the place to make sure that you don't have any risk, liability or exposure and that you have someone to call so that they have a proactive solution in place. This is where if you meet a company that has nothing in place, they're just being cheap. What's the analogies? You instantly go to analogies, right? Once you say what Andrew said, hey, Mr. Customer, that's exactly why we're here, right? So that we can shore up the risk, liabilities, and exposure that you have because you have nothing in place. If you have nothing in place as a managed service provider, that means you probably have nothing in place from a cybersecurity perspective. You have no uh, contingency plan for when really bad things happen to your business. What is the contingency plan for when plan for when really bad things happen to your business? Who knows the answer to that? Bankruptcy. <laughs> no. They just they just scramble. They get on the Google, they Google a local provider. What is our contingency plan that we're going to provide them? Someone to call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Which is who? Project manager, <laughs> their uh, MSP that we're going to provide you. Our MSP, our MSP is the contingency plan for when really bad things happen in your business. If your computer screen goes blue, the blue screen of death, right? Or you get a Word document open on your, your screen and you start to see the words, your computer has been compromised. I now own all of your data in all of your company. If you were looking at your computer and you saw that happen and you weren't typing on the screen, that's probably gonna cause some concern in your life right away, right? What's your contingency plan, Mr. Customer, when that happens? Managed services, having professionals that you can call and that are proactively overseeing the applications and how you run the technology in your business, that is insurance. That is insurance so that you have that contingency plan when something actually does happen. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna show you some options. We've got three tiers of managed services for you to consider, okay? At the very least, you're gonna need this point of contact that can give you consultation, that can do some projects for you, probably put some applications on your network and your computers to protect you, right? from some of these things happening. So you're probably gonna land in a tier two solution with our managed service provider, right? You don't have to fully outsource and to have them proactively doing everything for you if you've been able to manage uh, on your own, but there is some things that you can't do that you need to purchase in order to be managing your business appropriately. So that is the response for one, two, three, four, right? 
As soon as you hear how their managed services is being ran today, you have your instantaneous go-to. Now, what that does is it makes you sound like a professional IT consultant who's been around the block. You've seen this before. You know what you're doing. And now the customer can start to trust you and lean on you to guide them through the process. So when you say at the end of the phase one conversation, so Mr. Customer, what I see here from what uh, we spoke about today is you need to have a conversation with one of our hand-picked vetted managed services providers around one of the three tiers of managed services to give you the options in comparison to what you're doing today. So we'll start there. We'll then bring in the cybersecurity sales engineer to talk about, don't say sales to a customer in a tier one. You'll bring in the cybersecurity engineer to have a conversation around the applications that make the most sense for your business in your industry, right? Where they may have regulations or may not, right? We'll have that conversation. And then we'll look at your cloud, how you're backing up and what your DR solution is if something catastrophic were to happen. And then the commodity services, voice and data. So now we've got five vendors coming to the conversation. And last thing is wireless and IoT, right? What are you doing for wireless and if the internet of things to capitalize on emerging technologies? Where is AI, BI, machine learning, right? Becoming applicable to how you manage your business. How are you extracting data to analytically run your company more efficient. So Mr. Customer, I'm gonna bring six, seven, maybe eight guys to this conversation because I see a lot of pain. I see a lot of brokenness that before we started this conversation, you probably didn't even think you had, but I see it crystal clear. So I need you to block out 90 minutes of your time and we're gonna orchestrate this like a perfect symphony. These people are going to come into this conversation. They're going to instantaneously know where you're at in regards to their technology because I'm going to give them an update. I'm going to send them a fact sheet. I'm going to share with them the heat map that's coming together in my mind so that after this next conversation, I can confirm that with the experts that that is where you are, and then I can start to build the solutions that I then will go over with you, a good, better, best option for you to consider along with the heat map and the roadmap. And if you like what you see, well, that's where Blue Equinox's value comes into play because we will project manage and account manage those services for as long as you exist, all 100% free. And that's how we got to where we're at over the last 15 years. So I've enjoyed today's conversation and I look forward to this phase two conversation where we start to take a deeper dive into each one of these technologies. And that's how it's done, gentlemen. That's how we get the customer. We position the customer. And when you guys come to Laguna for your three-day immersion experience, we're going to literally hone in on that conversation and that positioning. And we're going to have repetition, 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 repetition over and over and over to where we all are such, such dynamic and entertaining storytellers that make great promises and position ourselves to be the advocate for this customer that they've always dreamed of having because that's what's going to get you the business that's what's going to progress it get you the marketing dollars get you the spiffs the residuals the equity and win the deals 
Okay, so that is our lesson today on the four scenarios. I hope this was a deeper conversation than what you've received in training for you guys that have been through this before and watched the video and helped you understand right how to really impulse and compel the customer with your next question and how you position the rating system to get the, the real feelings on um, where they're at with their with their existing setup today.